What's up, podcast fam? Welcome back to the show. And before we get into my interview with Ricasso, I just want to say uh, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yes, I'm just plugging, getting it out the way. But two big announcements. Uh, one is something you should already know is that you can watch all of these episodes on YouTube if you want to see what I look like, see what the guest looks like. And we're sitting in an art gallery. So that's pretty cool to look at. Second announcement is I'm having a huge art exhibition on December 20th here in Washington, D.C. at the Cheshire from 7 to 11. And I just wanted to invite you guys, if you're listening and you want to go to something cool in D.C. or meet me or do anything fun uh, on the Friday before Christmas, come out to my show. It'll be a great time. It's a pretty big production. It's my third exhibition. Feels like a big deal. So, yeah, I'm inviting you guys out. So. Anyways, let's get into the Ricasso interview. Enjoy. Stupid hat out the way. <laughs> I love hats. I ain't even hold you. I got a plethora of them joints. You've got like that super condom rolled up hat, like the, yeah. the hat that goes above the ears. Yeah, that's how I like to keep my joint real like, yeah, rolled up. Yeah? Yeah, gotta stay like that. That joint always like that. I roll every single hat I get, it gotta be like this. It gotta be a certain, like a certain hat. Like, if it ain't the right one, I ain't gonna get it. It got to be a certain joint. You ain't never going to catch me in like a different, different type of hat. Like it's always going to be one of these beanies. Now that I think else. about all the photos I've seen of you, it's you're in a beanie or something. Yeah. Like and, it's, and it's rolled. <laughs> yep. Every single time. Dude, I saw the funniest <laughs> meme where it was like, it was, it was like a side view and it was a guy with that kind of beanie, but then he had a beanie for his ears. It was like a tiny beanie <laughs> for his ears. And I was like, I was like, that's accurate because it doesn't cover your ears even though it's a beanie. Yeah. And your ears be cold as shit. That's yeah. It. It's crazy. Because I'd be outside and I just catch me keep doing, rolling it down, but I never roll it past my ears. Do you try to keep the mic like, like pretty close? Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah, you can move it, just pull it towards you, or do whatever you got to do. Yeah. That's why I make sure people hear your, your beautiful voice, you know? Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, man, of course. Nah, but um, yeah, I, I, every, every single time I go out, I always got a beanie on. Like, I stay with a beanie on. Unless it's like wintertime, I mean, uh, summertime, mm-hmm. summertime, I might wear my hair cut. But, like, if it's wintertime, it's beanie central for w- me. What is it about the beanie? I don't know. I, like... You know how, like, some people like jewelry, some people like baggy clothes, some yeah. people like tight clothes? I like beanies. Damn. Like, it's it's like it's really, it's crazy. Like, I wear the same shoes. I wear pretty much the same shoes in rotation week after week. Even when I get new ones, I might phase one out, but then I try to find reasons to still wear it. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, no, dude, I, I feel you. Dude, I've got a, I got a big love for beanies, and... I, I always like the slouch beanies. It's all about finding like the perfect slouch. It has to be. It has to be a good <laughs> slouch. And people don't understand it. Like I'm all about the slouch beanie. And like it'll get to a point where I wear it so much, it just becomes like a loose, like weird yeah. blanket on my head. I don't even know what but to see, do But see, I found out when you wash it, it, it come right back. Oh, that's what it is. That's you got to right wash there? it and then bring it right back. Dude, <laughs> oh, I've literally got a whole shelf on my, uh, <laughs> on my clothes rack of like beanies and headwear. It, see, my girl, she the one who get me hip. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Your girl always take you up levels. Like, she take you up like, this where you where you at, this where you going to be after she gets you right. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Not every joint, but you know what I'm saying? You got a good the one. right man. one. Yeah, you the got right a good one. The right one gets you right on your, like, she get, believe me, she part of the process. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything, I'll be like, damn, a beanie, right? This joint, feel like I just got it. You know Dang. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she like, no, but you, need, you can't get that Gucci beanie. Nah, she'd be like, you lost your damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> How much for that beanie? Like, 300? <laughs> yeah, she, 
three hundred. What you take it in back right now? I'll take you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty beanies somewhere else. <laughs> she like yeah, but I mean she give me some tight beanies though. She know she know what to get me. Like you know it make it tight when I ain't gotta explain it. Like you just know she like, knows. Yeah, she know the right one to get. She ain't there got she ain't there staring me wrong. It got me a bad beanie. Yeah, it never happened. Damn, that's how you knew the first beanie she got you. You were like, "Oh, she's a keeper." Actually, I stole her first beanie. <laughs> this is actually, <laughs> this is actually her her beanie. I stole this beanie from her. Actually, dude, how long ago did you steal that beanie? <sighs> it's probably around two years, two and a half years, probably. Okay, I, was, I thought you were gonna go further back. Not two years. It's not bad nah. for a beanie. No, nah, it's not. But it's definitely been. This joint been hanging on. Like this joint, this my go to joint. Oh like, yeah. I got some other ones, but like this my go to joint. Like my this joint right here. Like I always had beanies, but then like I had different colors, but then I got this joint. I was like, she wearing this joint. I was like, man, you wearing it. Yeah, it's, wrong. it's like a charcoal, you know, kind of yeah, goes with everything. That joint go with everything. It don't matter what you put on, you good with it. But I was like, man, you ain't even wearing this joint right. Let me get this joint up off you. And I started wearing it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, she know the beanie, that's where I'm at. But she like when I get a haircut, so. You know, she, she <laughs> so you're not wearing the beanie because you're balding? Nah, nah. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean that, that's a common Everybody thought. always thinks that, though. But it's crazy because, like, I got, like, I have, like, waves. So, like, that's why, I, like, I wear, like, in the winter, I mean, in the summertime, I'm cool. Like, I don't really care about it because yeah. I'm, like, I got a nice hair, so I don't really trip. Okay. But I wear the beanie in the wintertime. Like, that's just, like, you know how people have, like, a security blanket? Like yeah. that to me, that's like my security blanket. Like, but I'm, you got waves under there. Yeah, that's like, what's up. It's dude. crazy. It's like waves. I if I wanted to, I'd flood this whole room. Bro, right please now. don't, man. Please don't, bro. I love wave checks. Yo, wave checks. Yo, that is the funniest shit. I've been I've been on TikTok a lot recently. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. I've been fucking blowing up on TikTok. That's I don't even know what it is. I've seen it on Instagram, and I don't understand what it really is yet. Like I, I don't get it. I know it's videos. Yeah. But it, like I don't know who's voicing these videos. Where are they getting these? Where are they getting these recordings from? Like I don't know how the whole do you, thing works. Do you remember Vine? Yeah. Well, imagine. Remember how Vine? You just hit record and posted, right? Yeah. Well, through TikTok now, you can do like up to a minute long video, and inside the app, there's like songs you can do things to. There's like there's like camera effects there's like cuts there's like weird like memes that happen within tiktok ecosystem like it's completely bonkers and, and le dude legit i do not get it but i have a video on there that has half a million views right now <laughs> and <laughs> dude and i do not get it like i just i just started making like little funny skits whenever i go to the camera store to drop off some film me and this kid marvin he, he's like he's he's pretty funny and so I always do like a funny skit. And so we did one and it just like, it went viral. So I'm getting like hundreds of followers a day. And I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, bro, it took me a year to get a thousand followers on Instagram. It took me a week on TikTok to get a thousand followers. But Instagram is, it's mad. <laughs> I think Instagram is a very weird thing. Like I love Instagram. Cause like, well, I love Instagram comments. Like, that's what I love about Instagram. Like the pictures are cool, yeah. But the comments are what really makes a real good Instagram picture. What do you mean? Like, I've like so the joint the Instagram that is in my group chat, like in most of my group chats right now, is the Joe Button Fits Instagram. <laughs> what? It's an Instagram and it's dedicated solely to Insta <laughs> to Instagramming. Uh, fits by Joe Budden. Just his outfits? <laughs> it's his outfits. <laughs> and this guy, 
he fried him so bad. Every single oh, time he posts them. Yeah, he just be cooking them every single time <laughs> he posts. And he come with these crazy captions. Like the captions are just, the captions are what gets the picture. Like the picture is there. Yeah. Like had Joe Budden posted that picture, somebody might like it and be like, damn, fresh outfit or some crazy yeah. shit like that. But no one is really not that fresh. Like it's not, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. So he just fires them up and it just oh. be, it's so crazy. And I watch it and I not even watch it, but I just look through the comments just to see the things that people say back. People just geeking out, just laughing oh, so hard. God. Like I, I don't follow Shave Room, but it always comes up because people repost it. So like, and they always tag them. So whenever I see it on there, I look. But every time, I never look at the post. I look at the comments. Oh, like I might read the headline or like that's the, the post move right there. It. I never look at the comments. I heard it's always like the caption. Ah, that makes sense. And like the gold is in the comments. That's where people are like laying gems. I'm telling you. Now I so think funny. about it, the YouTube comments are fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah, that's YouTube exactly where I got are it from. Hilarious. When I love to see how many videos has likes as opposed to dislikes. Mm. Like dislikes really crack me up. Like you really went to go dislike this video. <laughs> <laughs> like you watch it, you're like, nah. <laughs> like you felt so strongly about this video, I had to say no. This ain't it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Instagram, I hope you get enough of these to take this shit off. Like, yeah, it's really crazy. They're about to, to get rid of the likes. Like, I'm actually like, I'm on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand why, because people really do get caught up on likes, and it's crazy. I get caught up on likes. I felt like I did at first. Like when I first started painting, I really felt like I was caught up on likes. But mm. then I feel like when you don't get enough likes, and then you start comparing yourself to other people' likes. You start thinking as yourself and as inadequate. Yeah, that's, that's a big problem with the whole system. And then it's even crazier because sometimes you get to a point, like maybe years down the line, and you meet these people, mm-hmm. and they're like, "I'm a big fan of your work," but this whole time you've been comparing yourself and thinking you're less of an artist or you're less of a rapper or you're less of whatever. Yeah. But because you've been comparing yourself to somebody, but now, yeah. then you know. When you finally get into the room, like a lot of times, and it really took somebody telling me this, that your name is in rooms that you haven't stepped in yet. Damn. And it's really true. Like when you think about something like, something happens organically. So mm-hmm. when it happens, it like, you may be on the couch chilling one day and all of a sudden somebody hits you up. Hey, I want to do this with you. That's exactly how it happens. Exactly. Your name was in a room that you haven't even stepped in yet. Oh, yeah. And... So it's like, oh yeah, you know someone who could do this, and like, oh yeah, Ricasso, he's sick. Boom, like, and it happens. It organically happens. But when you start comparing yourself to somebody that you're not even in the same room with, or you're not even in the same like, it's it's very different when you're in your within your own core group. Yeah, it's not comparing. You're leveling up. Yeah, there's a very big difference between comparing and leveling up. Like when you with your like, if you got good men, you're supposed to want your good men to do good. And even if you're good, like if you see a good man out there doing bad, you're supposed to be like, hey, bro, nah, that ain't it. You got to let him know. Someone's got to let him know. But in the world of Instagram now, the go-to move is go to the internet and bash them. You Mm. see how like it becomes like detrimental to us 
Because instead of us, like, remember beforehand when you had a problem with somebody? Like, like remember when there was a Nokia with Snake on there? Yeah. Like, do you remember? Like, at that point in time, you really couldn't figure out shit was going on. You was making multiple calls. You was having three-way with three-way with three-way <laughs> with other person. Yeah. And that was your real group chat. Like, that's how yeah. you was getting the 911. Yeah. You're, you're that's how you getting it. it. So, at that point, it's mad organic. Like, mm. things, like, things, I always say that you, you like, when you mad about something, never speak at that point. Dude, that's so true. You're not rational. Dude, but even going back to think the whole comparing, I mean, like as artists, like that's the worst fucking thing is that like not only can you compare, but it's it's not so much the fact that you can see the post, it's you can see how it's performing, which oh. is the worst fucking thing mentally because you could put you could I mean, I've done this, I'm sure you've done this. You you post something that was like, you're like, all right, this is my best work today. And you post it. And crickets, you don't get one comment. You posted a dope caption that was like deep and shit. No one comments. You get a, you get like half the likes, and you're like, "Does this suck? Am I inadequate? Do I suck?" And then you see some fuck post some smoke bomb or some like half naked girl, and and then they get like blown up, and you're like, "What is going on here? Like, am I doing the wrong thing?" It's actually for me. It's it's actually reverse really? because um, I have this thing where I'm very 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 critical of myself, mm. and. When people look at my paintings, like they're, I'm very, very, very meticulous and detail oriented. So, like, I pay attention to like very small details that probably no one will really pay attention to, but they will appreciate as a whole. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? It's like if I, you know, remember when everybody used to make those uh, cube boxes by making squares and then you connect the squares yeah i think imagine so. yeah so imagine beforehand people was just drawing squares yeah so imagine that first person that came through and oh, did it oh and they did it they did like the 3D and they, looking cube and they the made paper. the 3d cube people was like oh shit <laughs> yeah i can imagine like that. it blew people's mind but like to look at those two things next to each other like they're it's just a square yeah and then you see three squares put together, all of a sudden now it's a cube. You know, it throws like that whole thing throws you off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, now this is this is way more. But I appreciate this more because there's more to it. There's more mm, to th- see. There's more details. It's not just a square. It's like it's, exactly. it's deeper when you look at it up close. Exactly. I, and it makes sense with your paintings because <clears throat> I've seen your paintings from afar and I've actually had the pleasure of seeing them up close. And it wasn't until I saw them up close that I was like, fuck yes, I believe this guy. Yeah. It, it, I, it's 100% I that, what it was. I really like, because I always look at Instagram pictures and I'm like, dang, I posted this, but I don't think people can see the real, real the shitty intricate part details. For both of us, because we rely on like this visual medium to be restricted by the size of our phone. Our phone. And, and like, then even if you look at it on the iPad, it's just distorted so you can't get it in its whole entirety. And that like, it kills me to like not have my workout so like i always i want like i always try to put my workout no matter how i can get it out there because i'm like i would much rather hear the appreciate i want to hear what people are saying because mm. that helps me to figure out like okay i may did these paintings but i ain't really like them yeah and and that's why i said it's different for me because there are these times where i put these paintings out and myself i don't like them but i just finished it because i've already started and yeah. i like and the worst thing about me is and i tell this to other that's people, a great habit by the way if i can actually finish it yeah it is but my thing that i tell people that's bad about me is it takes me a while to do paintings mm-hmm. like it really does 
And it takes me months and months because... To do one painting? To do one painting. It wow. takes me months. Like, the exhibit I did at, here at UM, uh, that was seven or eight months of just painting. And I, I only put six paintings in here. Wow, but they were pretty big, though. They were big. Yeah, they... Uh, the smallest was 30 inches by 40 inches. The biggest was 36 by 48. But... Like, that's why I say it's like, it's really a process. Like it starts with one image and then other stuff comes in. Yeah. I noticed that in your work is it's, it's very eclectic. Like you, uh, you infuse not just many references, but many like artistic, like painting styles, Yeah, which is what blew my mind when I saw it up close. You ever like, I always think of Jadakiss always was, would say, uh, real eyes recognize real lies. And there's one thing about that that just makes it stand out that it's, to me, it's, it's whatever it's for, it's meant for who it's meant for. Mm -hmm. And they'll know. Some people look at it and they'll be like, oh, that's a nice picture. But they won't know the references. They won't know what went into it to make it what it is. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. And the person who does, maybe they only know three or four of those references. Maybe they only know two. Maybe they know every single one of them. But to me, my inspiration to get it was, where's Waldo? Hmm, what do you mean? So, <clears throat> do you remember the game, Where's Waldo? It's a yeah. collage It's a collage. Yeah, yeah, it's a collage. You try to find the guy with the red stripes, shirt, and glasses. And you have to find glasses. Waldo. Yeah. So, there's an image there, but there's all these other things that are distracting you from the actual image. Mm. Now, you see the whole image, but you spend majority of your time looking at the components that actually make the painting. Yeah, and then you finally find and, Waldo after like five or ten minutes. Yeah, and some people they never find Waldo. That's true. <laughs> I, remember those, I remember those ones. Yeah, but like you, like I like it to be a game of what do I find? What can I see? Like that's the thing that I like. I like to see what are you looking for? Like what are you referencing? That's very true. Yeah, and in in just in in, in you know, talking about your art, it's like. You'll look at it and you'll see a lot going on. It's 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 almost like an overload in a little bit. It's like this painting or painting, and you're just like, okay, I see Pinocchio, I see Instagram like, I see a blurred out face. It's like, wait a minute, but then that this looks like it's from something else. But like this guy, yeah, it, it's like it's weird, and it's like I can only describe it as if how a producer samples music. It's like you sample different things in your stuff, and there's something going on there. I like uh, <clears throat> I like Kanye West's production i like that you that you like kanye west kanye west's production is something to really be admired and i actually i really think it's ironic that he and george kondo collaborated because i really look at george kondo as one of those artists that you look at what he's doing and you see a whole picture but you don't realize that there's spray uh spray uh paint splatters on there there's all kind of things on there they're not there by accident. He mm -hmm. meant to put those things there. Mm. He <laughs> he registered in his thought, people will like this. <laughs> and even too, if people don't like this, somebody's going to notice this. I'm not it's too familiar something. with Condon. Now I'm going to go look it up after this because I'm so curious. He did uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, he did that. He did all those <clears throat> album covers? Yeah. That was, those were some great album covers, by the He's, way. I, George Condo is, to me, one of the best artists. Really? What? What makes you say that? I like how he could take one thing and turn it into multiple things. I like his way of collaging things. His way of collaging things and really inspired me to 
do collage work, like a kind of where's Waldo kind of mm. thing. Like I like the way that he puts so many things together that you're just looking through it and just trying to figure out what's even there. Like it's all kind of stuff there, but what's here? What what actually can I see from this? So I, I guess Kanye's album isn't like a great representation of his like body of work. No, it's more so. It, it is what it is. Yeah, it's one of those things where you go to an artist. This is what I want. An and artist does. It what he does in his own style and his own interpretation of it. It's what it is. And that's why I consider him a very good artist. Like he's, to me, he's one of those artists that I look to. Like I watch documentaries of very many different artists come from Jeff Coons. There's all kind of artists. Basquiat, I kind of faded him out a little bit earlier. Dude, because I, it have, seems... I, have, I have a problem with, with painters being influenced by Basquiat. I have such a problem with that and I hate seeing it. It's, I don't, I, I mean, I don't hate saying it mostly because the one thing I do notice about art is like, I love, uh, I think his name is Kendall Wildly mm-hmm. or something like that. He did okay. uh, one of the North, National Portrait Galleries. Oh, wow. He's a black artist, but he's an artist that really, he's not afraid to be himself. Mm-hmm. He puts his self into those works and you can see it. It's not like. Just something, just kind of whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's just not, I didn't just paint Marilyn Monroe just because I know people like Marilyn Monroe. That's a part of him. That's something he's either seen, that's something that he's inspired by. You look at some people's work and like, you kind of wonder how does this relate? Like, if you didn't see the artist, but you saw their work, you would never associate those two together. Oh. You okay. get what I'm saying? Yeah, like it doesn't match. Yeah, like those two vibes, You're that's not where you at. And I always tell, people that when I first started painting, I was painting for an audience that I didn't have. Really? Yeah. That's how I felt. Because I was I was doing that. I was painting the Marilyn Monroe's. Oh, the, all, all the pop culture the, stuff that you know sells. The, yeah. But that wasn't me. Because if you, you know, it's going to galleries and stuff like that. And when they see me, they're like, oh, so how, how, did, how did you come up with this? You know what I mean? And I got really tired of that question. How did you come up with this? What do you, like when when you do something kind of like pop culture related? Yeah, you know, because it's kind it's almost like one of those things like, you know how like you go somewhere and people are like you know like you're not the average person that's there. Like if you go like maybe to like a Ferrari dealer, and you, you maybe I'm dressed how I am now, he's gonna look at me crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you're not the average person. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you're not the person who I would suspect. Yeah. Behind this. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. So to me, that made me be, I have to make myself present without being present. When it comes to you painting. Yes. Huh. And that's how I feel about George Kondo. He's present, but he's not really present. He is the exact person who I would imagine is making those paintings. Mm, like you, you hold some paintings up, you put him next to you, you're like, okay, that, okay, makes, a that makes a lot of sense. It's just like when you see those artist books and they have like the artist next to the work. And you think to yourself, well, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Some old white lady definitely painted that that, that sunset beach. Yeah, makes yeah. Sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, you know, like yeah, that vibe that meshes together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's how it should be because what you're what you're spilling out should be a reflection of what's on of inside. Of what you are. So how did you how did you start channeling that and like figuring out what you really wanted to say? So um, when I was younger, I didn't really like TV. I didn't, oh, like, wow. the TV wasn't really my thing. I like, like, uh, 
Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. Power Rangers. Outside of that, you couldn't get my attention with TV. Uh, and The Simpsons. I For some reason, I had this weird obsession with The Simpsons. Really? Yeah. Like, my grandmother used to get so mad at me for watching The Simpsons because I'd be young. And, like, you know, it came on during the day, like, between the news. Yeah, it was it was like a during-the-day fill, filler program. Yeah. And so I would, like, I'd be outside, and then I'd come inside just to catch The Simpsons, eat dinner real quick, go back outside before the streetlights come on, and then come back inside. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those type things. And so, like, The Simpsons was one of those things where, like, I loved how upfront they were. Like, it's the equivalent. It, it's like Family Guy. It's like Seinfeld compared to Curb Your Enthusiasm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, there was one before it. They're not necessarily related, but you can see how they're very, very good. Like Simpsons similar. and Family Guy? Yeah. Oh, dude, of course. Like, it's 100%. Like, it's, it's, it's the same set up essentially just edgier and, exactly. and just painted and colored differently by someone. And it made I love the idea of just being of just being true to yourself. You know what I mean? Cuz being true to yourself is one of those things where it's kind of like people can see what through what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Even if they can't really see it right now, eventually it's going to show. People can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Especially girls it's, can sense that shit. You know, a girl, well, I don't know cuz men and women we both can be, we can get our heads spun. Like, you know what I'm saying? People can put words together that make us believe. You get what I'm saying? And it doesn't always match what's happening. You know what I'm saying? So anybody can get their head spun, and I definitely believe that, whether you male, female, chicken, duck, dog, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because every day my dog, well, our dog, uh, when I come in the house, doesn't get up to greet me anymore. He just doesn't get Damn, up. That's messed up. <laughs> doesn't he like he doesn't care. Like he, he cares that I'm home, but he's like he ain't, he's, he's, he's not, not as stoked. excited. He's, he's not like, yo. He's like, yeah. oh, God, dude. But when my girl get home, before she's in the door, he's stretching because he's know he's about to <laughs> jump on her. Like he's stretching out. And as soon as he comes in, as soon as she comes in, she's like, he's jumping around. Like he's excited. Like he was like that when he was a puppy for me, but like for her, he's just like, all right, she's home. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on. It's different. <laughs> like, yeah. the vibe is just different. And, like, I mean, he follows me around the house, but not like how you, like, if I go into the kitchen, he's going to stop at the door. And he might just look. If he does, if it doesn't even look like I'm about to do something that's relatively for him, he'll walk away. Dude, females have a way stronger connection to animals like, yeah. than anything. It's like they just automatically become this, like, motherly thing. And to them. animals are just always drawn to them. And it's crazy. I and don't I, get it. It's nuts. It's crazy because my girl, she didn't even like dogs at first. Oh, man. But now she loves that dog. She loves that dog. And that dog loves the hell out of her. I I, yeah. I think that our dog's name is Diego. But I think Diego loves my girl's name is Couture. Um, Diego loves Couture more. <laughs> he just loves her. Like, he loves her. And it's not like, he doesn't know how to express it, so it's weird. You know what I'm saying? He just doesn't you, know how you to express it. You can just see it. it, like, all right, I see you, dog. Yeah, like, their relationship to, you know how you got to make relationships work? Yeah. It's just, it's funny how it's just organically has worked. It's it's organically made its own shape. Dude, I've got something like that. I have a cat. Which who now is with my mom? But I swear to God, it's like my mom owned this freaking cat the entire time. Yeah, they forget you. They're I'm almost like, I'm like, like I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, you don't miss me? All right, you can stay here, even though you're living a lot better here. But <laughs> I mean, he, like, I wouldn't say that he's. I don't know if he's. He probably is living better. 
Cause I mean, she makes this food better than I do. I'm like, all right, probably putting, food. Like, putting like the the gravy in there, like she bits she puts shit. like yogurt in there. See, but what? it was like she had to do that for his stomach. Like he mm. got sick, but like she figured out, she figured that out. Like that's what we got to do to make him be that's okay. Wild. Like she, when it comes to the household, she kind of fixes how things go. Like yeah, you're like all right. All right yeah, cool. it's kind of that's that's typically how it is. It's more so one of those things where it's like. What is it? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even, even going to argue on that one. Yeah, it's but, like when you ask for my opinion, I give it, and then it's heated. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not one of those things where, like, my opinion doesn't matter or anything like that. But it's just, like, one of those things, like, when it comes down to it, like, I'm, I don't really question, I don't really question her you're like, her you're like, judgment. You're like, yeah, she knows. She knows. Yeah, like, she knows what she's doing. So I don't have to really worry about, like, mm, how did trust that. Speaking of like no, how did you figure out like what you were doing with painting and like how long have you been painting? How long have you been like pursuing this this painting career? It's all right. So it's very ironic. It went through stages, hmm. and I really think that that's what formed it. Because so I've been painting since 2012. So it's been about seven years, about to be eight. Wow. So um, it's a decent amount of time. It yeah, it has. But you know, when you first when you first start doing something, it's a lot of bullshit because you're trying to figure out what you're doing. You don't really know. You're just trying to figure it out. And you're honeymooning with it. You're like, oh, I like it. I'm just gonna do it full force. Well, but you're not sure of like how everything works. I was scared because I wanted other people to like it. Mm. I didn't really care if I liked it. I wanted other people to like it so that they would buy it. That was the problem. So when you do something for money, it like you should do things to benefit financially. Yes, I do firmly agree to that. That's but being smart that shouldn't yeah. be the only reason that is done. Now, it took me years and years and years and years of painting to actually realize that. And I had to hear that from other people. Wow. And what makes something true to you is... When the person who tells it to you can attest to it. Do you get what I'm saying? So if I tell you something, mm -hmm. if I say, this is how I paint. Yeah. You may try it and it may work for you and you may become successful. Or you may try it and it blows up in your face and this makes it worse. Mm -hmm. But you have a better idea of trusting me on this idea than Joe Schmo off the street who just told you that he might have told you the same exact thing, but he just doesn't have the credentials. He doesn't uh. have the actual backing behind it that makes what he's saying believable. So you're saying that like when someone who is doing something that validates their opinion? Not validates their opinion, but to me relates to what they're telling me. So what you're saying, your words match exactly what you're doing. So it makes it very good to me that you're saying, I paint every day for a certain amount of time every day. That lets me know, well, if I want to get better, maybe I should paint every day. Big facts. Probably right? should. So if this person is in galleries and I want to get in galleries... What am I going to do? I'm going to mimic the behavior. I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I just want to make a better version of it. That's powerful stuff right there. 
the fact that you can even know that and by watching all these artist documentaries like you said you probably find a bunch of little tidbits like that just that just completely blow your mind you're like yo basquiat painted this and how fast kind did this when the thing and the thing that really trips me out about it is this perception of time time is time is one of them things that is like Am I doing it fast enough? Mm. Like people think if they're at 30 and they not, their life isn't all figured out, they're not on the right track. Dude, 30 is that age where like you when you were 18, you're thinking, when I'm 30, oh, I'm gonna have a wife and kids, I'll be making six figures, I'll be living in the city. I'm a year from 30, and I know we're fucking close to that. Let me tell you, I'll be 30 in three months. Damn. So I get it, but at first I wanted to put out paintings. I wanted a lot of paintings to be out. I wanted, I always wanted paintings to be out just so I could have lots of them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I stepped back and I said, why do I need to rush my process? If I'm rushing, how can I learn what I'm doing? Mm, but is it also because you felt like that wasn't in line with you? It was. It definitely wasn't in line with me because that's not the type of person I am. Like you felt the pressure that I have to be cranking out paintings every day, every week, exactly at this certain speed because you know this person's doing it. But when you really sit back, you kind of realize that oh, this person's you know their process is different. They've been doing it for fifteen plus years, so they can paint faster. Their exactly. style is different. It's like it's, everything is different. You like have how they to approach. learn it. If you don't learn it, if you don't put the time in to figure out what it is that you're doing. It's not going to work. People aren't going to value it. Like even, I even associate those paintings where it's one color and it's one word on it. Like things like that. Because somebody will be like, that's the first person that walks up and be like, I could do this. (laughs) Yeah. Like people love to say that shit. I could do this. No, you can't. Okay, if you can, what word you putting on there? Uh, no, shut up. Dude, it makes you know Reggie Black. Reggie Black, Reggie Black. He's he's a pretty big artist in DC, and he, he does. Does he do the little? Does he have like a character? It's like a no. Character. He he does he does literally like a word or like a phrase on 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 his paintings. It's, it's like a painting, but it's like a word or a phrase. Uh. But but he does it in such a way that you couldn't do that. That it's so unique and it's so mystifying. You're just like. What? And, how did you do and it? And you're like, how did you do that? It seems so simple at first, but when you really sit there and look at it, you're like... If someone well, would have asked you to do it. Yeah, you're like, you're like, I don't get it. And dude, I saw him at the Super Fine Art Fair. He sold out of almost everything three times. Like all of his paintings had three black dots. I was like, dude, I was like, what's up with that? He's like, dude, he's like, I've sold everything like twice, three times over. I'm like, bro, your words are crazy then. like, That's crazy. I went to Super Fine. But I, f- I feel like it was so much work in there. That it, I really, I just couldn't process it. You could just, if you're going to just lean back, just pull the mic into you. Just go oh, like yeah. this. It swivels. But, yeah, some people to hear your voice. You know? So, like, when I did Superfine, it, uh, like, well, I didn't do it. But when I went, it was just so much work. It is a lot coming at you. And I felt like, like, I like I used to do Arbezo a lot. And then mm. my final, like, my last year was, like, I think 2017. Yeah, I think 2017 was my last year doing it. Dude, everyone tells me, go to Arbezo, go to Arbezo. <laughs> I think that I didn't want to go to Arbezo anymore because I felt this 
dire need to fit into a market I don't have. Mm. It was like, you're not in the main show, the reason why everybody's down here. Those people are invited. You know what I mean? Like they like earn they, their yeah, way. They're here. meant to be here. It's like they're the concert. Exactly. And you're performing in front of the concert. Exactly. It's like I'm the opening show for this performer. I don't want to be the opening opening show. I want to be the ending act. Yeah, you want to be the headliner. You want to be the guy who's getting everything comped and you're flowing there. And, yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't make sense for me to put out a bunch of money to <laughs> not make any money and come back broke. Like, I mean, that's what it kind of seems like to me when people are like, yo, you should go Art Basel and show your photography. I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait a minute. Look, you want me to go out in the heat, put my photos out in the heat so that's an, an extra element, then set up to pay money for that, then have to room and board. I'm like, I would be at a giant loss by doing this than if I just stayed home and worked on more content. I've lost more money going to Art Basel for the past, like, all of those years I went, I went, I think, three years straight. And then one year... All of my paintings all of a sudden disappeared. No fucking way. Yeah. And like they wouldn't answer my emails, nothing. So like at that point I was just like, okay, I'm over this. But you you sent your paintings in and you just never got Yeah, them like I even took a picture in front of them. And the thing about it is, and <laughs> my folks, like my like my core friends, my girl, my mother, like they hate that picture. They hate it so much. Why? Because my like I'm one of them people that like my facial expression tells you everything about how I'm feeling. Oh, and, and you didn't. And your face was not. My face good. was like, "Fuck this!" Damn, really? Yeah, I was. I was livid. I don't know why I was so mad. I like to this day I could not explain to you why I was so mad. But in that moment, I was so pissed off. It was probably because you could feel that like shit wasn't aligned that like what you were doing wasn't in line with what you were meant to be doing like and you could just feel that on the inside and after that third year you just by time that photo was taken you're just fed up you're like i was over it it's like it's like the look that you get when you waited too long to break up with a girl and, and you hang out with her and right that like, that look and you're just damn, like you're just like fuck everything now she says. i have to do this now i gotta do <laughs> yeah and you're like why haven't i done this yet like that's literally how shit i vision is that. crazy but it like it really is like that and i think that i think that was my i think that cuz i had this feeling of being overlooked and undervalued i think we all deal with that though as artists don't we yeah i felt like i felt like well i actually didn't feel like everybody felt like that because i started feeling like everybody was getting opportunities that i wasn't getting Oh, it's so easy to feel like that. And it was like, and then, I, and it, like, that was the part that was messing me up because it was like, that's not even my character. Like, when people do, like, when people, they getting on, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about, Slim. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I love seeing other people shine. I don't care what it is. I like to see people shine. If you shining, keep shining. We're going to shine at night. We're going to shine tomorrow night, and we're going to shine the night yeah. after that. It's a great attitude to have. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm telling you, like, my that, that used to be me and my folks saying back in the day, like, we're going to shine the night, we're going to shine tomorrow night, and we're going to shine the night after that. Like, we want to look good. I want, If you my man, I want to see you look good. And if you looking bad, I'm going to tell you so you can look good. But, all right, Basil, you kind of felt that feeling like you were just, it was just, like, overwhelmingly so. I felt like... 
I was walking out the house, and you know how you ask your man, hey, this joint look all right? And he'd be like, yeah, knowing you look crazy as hell. <laughs> like, you know them uh, them Shiggy skits? Shiggy, the, the comedian? Where they he familiar. walks where he walks into he he did the little dance but he walks into like a room and he'll have like a crazy outfit but it's like it's relevant to the outfits that people be wearing but it just looks crazy like he he does it so it looks crazy okay and it's him in the background cooking his ass like he's just <laughs> cooking himself but it's exactly like that like if people told you like yo bro this is some shit try again. Like, if people told me that beforehand, like, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, you know, I'm asking people that aren't as into art. So, like, to them it is tight. You know what I'm saying? But when you start taking it to galleries and places like that where people who know that's, art. That's a whole different ballgame. Asking your homies and, and then asking people in galleries, you, it, you better be ready. You better different. be ready. Because when you start getting those no's and then they telling you. Bruh, man, they just stupid. They don't know. Like, no, bruh, it's you. And that's you got to step it up. That's happened to you? Oh, what? That's how I got to where I, that's how I literally have thought my style up. It is evolutions of different styles. Like, if you start going past, like, if you go all the way back in my Instagram, you can see how everything starts to develop. Mm. The collages first start, then it's little pieces that are like, memorable then those little pieces started turning into characters pieces of paintings like it it started it had to start somewhere where i was like yeah this is it this is it this portrays me this is me uh, it's always been it's the like same a slow burn over thing. time it wasn't like it wasn't like all of a sudden i do like pop art collage or something not that not that i mean to put you in that box or anything but like you know it's like i do that it's like nah it was like it started subtle very yeah. subtle and slow and then all of a sudden it's like now it's like you the found more people that style. liked it, yeah. and I was like, okay, people like this. All right, now what happens if I do this? Maybe I change this. Maybe I throw this in there. Mm. Oh, people going to like this. They going to know. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily about people liking it, but recognizing it. You don't have to like it. Just recognize it. You can still recognize something that's good without liking it. Exactly. How did that How did that work out with the galleries? Though? Like, what were they saying about some of the stuff you were bringing? Like, what was some of the critiques that, or anything that kind of made you, like, step back and be like, yo, I got to <laughs> reevaluate this shit? See, the thing about galleries is they don't give you, like, a, uh, they don't give you, like, a reason of why they're denying you. Mm-hmm. They just deny you. Which they is just, so weird. Yeah. And it's not, like, an explanation because, I, I mean, I can understand that so many people are applying, but how do you decide, like, who's good? Like dude, I know, dude. And that's the thing I don't understand. Like, I still don't understand curators and the collectors who help, like, people fill out their homes and stuff. I, I'm just like, how do, you, how do you see this as being that thing? I just, just feels like something I'm missing sometimes. It's funny because I still battle with it now. And it's like, I just recently was in a show and... um. It was a, a national juror show. So it was like international international artists, national artists. You had to apply. They only selected a certain amount of people. Wow. So, and they only do it once a year. So I was, you know, I got selected last year. I was wow. really excited. Second. And I almost won. Whoa. And it was like, it was the, it was the greatest feeling. Because it really threw me off. Because it was like, the only reason I didn't win was because I didn't have a frame. Are you serious? Yeah legit reason and it's like and this is like one of those things that people can fact check like that's like let me tell you 
the juror is like he's a very known person. He he talks about it like he he loves that painting. He he knew my work beforehand. Most he, I think that it's one of my more popular paintings. Which, today. which painting is it? It's a paint. Well, I've done it multiple times, mm-hmm. but it's a painting where I draw Donald Trump, but I also draw Donald Duck's face, oh, and they're merged that. together. Ah, and I remember one of my very first like big gallery DC's best new uh Washington City paper best galleries exhibition type uh shows and that was the painting I was selected and I asked when I was like this is what I'm talking about this is that Simpsons mentality that you can say and do whatever it is that you want to do there are consequences for it but you can do it in a respectful manner so you felt like the way you had portrayed Trump, it was it was tasteful yet something that you felt opinionated. I didn't, about. I didn't deface him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't believe in defacing people. There's good people and there's bad people. There's good people that do bad things and there's bad people that do good things. True. You get what I'm saying? So I can appreciate that we have a very different opinion of how things are in America. And I can uh, I can attest that we have different upbringings, different situations that we didn't like we've encountered in life. So of course his his outlook on life is very different than the average person that I know. Very different the, than the, the average the, person the, that I know. The person who selected you, the guy who well, talking about? Not ne- not necessarily okay. him, but he he after I just bring it back to say this. After it was said and done, and they have an awards ceremony for the best in the show. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's giving the speech, he's looking at my painting. Damn. The whole time. And I turn, I tell my girl, I'm like, he looked at that painting the whole time. And so she was like, go talk to him and just introduce yourself and tell him that's your painting. And so when I walk up, he's talking about the painting to the gallery director. Damn. And he was like, you did this? And I was like, yeah. He was like, let me apologize to you in advance right now. I wanted to select your work. But there's rules and stipulations to it. And he was like, you met the category to a certain extent, but I had to pick the person who accurately depicted exactly what this call was about. If this was the best work, like... The very best. Oh, not there was if like you a, take like out the factor. Yeah, if you oh. take out the theme factor in it, you won hands down. They would, like this wouldn't. Need, everybody could have went home. And it was one of those things where it was like, damn. Let me ask you this: Did, did you paint the Donald thing because you felt that way, or was that like a little bit because you kind of knew it would pop? Because I actually didn't think it was going to pop. Really? I actually painted. I painted three of them. So I painted Donald Trump. I also painted George Bush and uh, George Jetson, and then I also painted Barack Obama in an Iron Man suit. But I just never, when I got to the Barack Obama one, that was the very last one. Mm. But the Donald Trump one was the first one. Because I had this idea, so I had this idea, the original idea was I wanted to do um, presidential portraits with cartoon characters that matched 
their kind of oh that's in, yeah it's interesting i see what you're saying yeah because i always like when i when trump first got in office remember when they would always catch him on cnn and he would be and then you think about Donald Duck when he gets angry and he does the thing and he does that and his hat blows off. And he starts spitting everywhere. And yeah. yeah. And it, like it, it stuck. Like it, that was what it was. It wasn't because it was popular, but I saw him doing that. You saw him and in that, yeah. as I was watching it, like I love cartoons. Like cartoons are like, if it's one thing that I'm, if I'm painting, that's yeah. probably what's playing. With with sound on or no sound? Sound on. Okay. Because I like to hear like the wacky sounds. Like the Mm. wacky sounds kind of help you. There's not much dialogue. I can see how the sounds can be kind of nice to hear like that. And it's like, because I have so much going on. I'm I'm reading books. Like I might have, like if I'm not watching cartoons, then I'm watching documentaries. You Mm. get what I'm saying? Or like like, if I'm not painting, then I'm probably watching sports or like Seinfeld or something like that. Dude, I heard that when Khan is in the studio, he watches porn with the sound off. That's crazy. I've heard that. That's that's actually wild. I don't think that I would be focusing on my work if that's what I was doing. (laughs) But I'm just saying. There's someone getting gangbanged in the corner. Yeah, and you just over here, like how am I about to focus on my painting? He's like, channel your sexual energy. Like, and you know, the thing that really throws you off, and that's probably how he be coming up with them cues. Like, he probably be like, oh, shit, that's it. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? He, like, that, it could be one of them things. But, like, I mean, he, he like he puts his shit together. But I understand, Yeah, like, you have to have all these components. Like, sometimes I like complete silence. Mm. And, like, I'll literally have, like, a candle burning. And I can hear the candle. Like, you know how, like, the candle, like, as it flickers? You can hear that like whoosh, a little crackle sometimes. Yeah, that crackle. Like, yeah. and that's all you'll hear. And like, I might hear like you know house sounds and stuff like that. But like, it's no more, no less. But then there's sometimes I got so much going on, like, and I like to like I always I always see this meme, and I like to compare my mind to it where they always talk about like an artist's mind is like having Safari open with like a thousand tabs. Bro, that is so true. And it's like when you look at my phone. There's so many tabs sometimes that I can't open anymore. And that's <laughs> that's impressive, dude. That like that that's that's so bad. Like I really think that it's it's a horrible habit of mine. But I like to like when I find inspiration in things, I like to keep them until I know what I want to do with it. Mm. So I may have an idea for a painting and at first I might have it for that painter. But then I might decide against it and pick something else. But I'll still keep that reference in a chamber. Yeah. Like it's in the chamber yeah, yeah, for like, like, like you always have that inspiration just so, tucked away in case you're ever just on that in day, case right? I ever want to use it. Yeah. It's right there. I ain't gotta go look for it again. It's right here. Yeah, it's like it's like you know it's something that's inspired you at one point in time. So you're just gonna keep it around just in case. Just you're in case. thinking, oh, I want to paint this scene. Oh, wait a minute, I, I saved that one photo I thought was super sick. Boom, and you go back to it. And you're like, all right, this is it. And right. I'm right there with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I uh, I keep so many tabs. But I do that in my mind. Like my mind is. I'm like, I focus on like so many different things in a day. And as an artist, you, you're your own marketing team. You're your own, you're their own idea man. Well, I can't say I'm my own idea man because when I do work on my paintings now, at least now, I take so much time. And then, you know, like my girl walked past there, she gives me ideas and we actually discuss like colors. Like I take books. Like, that's my thing, books. Really? Books is, like, where I get, like, so much of my inspiration. Really? So, like, picture books, there's word books. It could be something you said 
And that's what makes me be like, that's it. Ah, just like the way it was said or something. Mm-hmm. And that's how like, like I, all of my paintings are, it comes from like a pun or something that's said or like a scenario that happens. And my response to that scenario is a certain thing. Uh, you know what I'm like, saying? Is there, what was like the last book or something you read? If I don't, I mean, I don't want to put that spotlight on you, but like, is there something that you so, last remember reading? Um, just, uh, so the one that really sticks out to me lately, uh, I'm I'm gonna retract the people, but the one that sticks out to me the most is I had a painting here. Actually, I debate I debuted it here, and it was on this wall right here. And the name of that painting was "It Takes a Village." So the picture is Pinocchio, and it's three women, and they're all doing different things. Mm-hmm. But Pinocchio is still in that stage where he's not a real boy yet. But it's right before Geppetto makes him, I mean, the, what you call it, come down there and makes him a real boy. And Geppetto wake up and he's a real boy. It's right before that. Yeah. But he's sitting there. It's right when he's sitting on the shelf and he's still. But the three women, the original picture is they're sewing like uh, some type of garment or something. Okay. So that's the original picture. But it has like a dove. It has some Picasso references. It has, uh, I think it has an Egon Schessel, uh reference in that one too. No, that's the other one. It's some other references, but I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But it played into a scenario where uh, people babied a boy, Mm. and now they're upset that he's not a man. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, y'all swept this under under the carpet for so long that it didn't happen, and now... He's not figuring it out, and everybody's upset because he's not figuring it out. And it's like, right now, and I have this firm belief in that people are always going to be upset with you because you're not moving at the pace that they think you should be moving at. Whether it's fast or slow. Yeah. Whether it's fast, like, whether you're, they feel like you're moving too fast, they're going to be like, oh, you need to slow down. You need to think about your mental health. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? They're always going to tell you all yeah. type of stuff. If you're, if, you're going, if you're wilding out and doing crazy amount of things, yo, man, I, I notice looks like you're super busy. Yeah. You know, make sure you take a break. Well, if I take a break, my goddamn Pepco bill is not going to get paid. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's like people have a... The they. The provincial they. Yeah. They. And it's and I always, I like how uh, Virgil does things in quotation marks. Oh, I, I love, love it. it. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah. What is it about those quotation marks that just really like it just makes it feel like a solid statement or something? Like it's you're not sure if he's being sarcastic or not. I feel like it's an episode of Seinfeld and you remember when Jerry will I mean not Jerry, uh George Costanza will always say something and he would go like this. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. He is when he's saying when he's choosing that word, that's what I think he's doing. I and love it. Like when he's it. like air. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's kind of fun. You're like, oh shit. Like, who would think to put that in quotation marks? You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the repurposing of things. Like, mm. I love the idea of that. It's like it's like you take the idea and you move it just one notch above or two yeah. notches above. And, and then someone else takes that idea and they move it another notch above. And, like, that's that's why I say I draw different references. Because when you put all of those references together, you see one cohesive image. You do. But the thing I've noticed about your stuff is that when you get close to it, you start to notice, you're like, wait a minute, this this piece looks like like a like a classical painting. Yeah. And then this piece looks like something more pop arty. 
But then this piece, it just looks so not relevant when yeah. you're up close to it. And then it, and it made me think like, whoa, this guy is like able to paint in different styles. And he even drew Pinocchio like, like Pinocchio looks. Like this isn't like his version of Pinocchio. He drew it in the Pinocchio style, which is impressive in itself. But then you were like, you step back and go, oh, like this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what fucked me up with your paintings because I hate to admit this, but like when I saw it online, I was like, oh, this guy just does pop art shit, you know? Yeah. But then when I saw it at DuPont Underground and I actually got to see that it was a real painting and it wasn't just like graphic design, I was like, oh shit. And, and everyone around me was just like taken aback by mostly your work. Like everyone was like, you know, don't get me wrong, Diego and Trap Bop and everyone there, killer work. But yeah. there was something about what you did, like and just a couple of things you did, everyone was just like, like staring at them. The funny thing about that is I remember Trap, uh, first show. That's how I met Trap. She had a show and it was like in a basement at a show. And I remember it was so cool. I think it was like called Trapathon or something like that. Probably. And I always remember it because she gave out uh, like medals. They're like <laughs> medals. And I always remember because I always thought that was such a genius marketing idea. Like I love Trap. That, like that's my dog. Yeah, Trap cool. is my I, dog. I've been trying to get her on the show. Yeah, she. but Trap is mad. Like, <laughs> she's mad busy. Like She's at a she's different blown, point. She, she's blowing up recently. Like yeah. she's really blowing up. But she's that's well deserved. And well, like that's one of those people that really puts in the groundwork. Like she goes and really does the work. And she's fast. And that's the thing that really trips me out. And that's what there's a very different there's a very different between being fast and just being good at being fast. Mm. There's, there's, there are two things Some people are just fast at what they do Yeah And I mean It's a bunch of bullshit when they done You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> But when she's done that, Like it's tight Like Okay that's tight I see what you did there I yeah. see what you did You know what I'm saying So that's why I like I, I respect Trap She yeah, she yeah, did Big shout Trap up I mean dude She's been in the art game for a while I remember when I even First started fucking with DC's art scene it was like one of the future of sports events years ago, and she was making these cool candles, these like rapper candles, like yeah, they were that look like Cardi B, Twenty One Savage, yeah, and they look like the Saints, and it, it, it was just it geeked me out because my grandmother always burned those candles growing up so to see her make those. I was like, oh, it's not like this is super cool. She, yeah, and she it was that, subtle, but it was cool. Yeah, she and she just did a new one for the Nationals. Like, oh, did she? Yeah, she's yeah, she she's fast. Man, good for her. That's so <laughs> awesome, man. Like that's why I say it's good people. It's really good people. In, in the city right now that's doing good work. It's some people that's good, but they focusing on the end result and not getting the work. Like some people mm. see a picture of people that bought a house, right? Like somebody Instagram, they yeah. post a picture. First, I'm a homeowner, y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that easy. throw you it's off. It's so easy. Just like yeah, to but you don't even know. They spent two years saving up for that joint. On top of that, they told you no, they couldn't go out like 15,000 times in yep. that last year. Like, there was so much that went into that, and you just don't even know about it. But you see the house, and you've been with them a couple times, so you just like, oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I can't believe you brought that up. Literally today, I was just thinking about this idea. I was like... You always see the end result, but you never see all the little shit that go into it. You don't see Trap Bob's basement metal party that's just so quirky, and now she's working at the Nationals. Like you don't see your stuff where you know I, I don't I don't know how many references, but where you're at home and you paint like one thing in a week, and you're just killing yourself over it because you feel unproductive, but yet you know you finally finish it and it feels amazing. Like people don't see like the, all the turmoil and the and the struggle that goes into this like. Simple little picture at the end. Yeah. But I always will tell people that I don't, I spend more time looking at my paintings than I do actually painting. Damn. So, like, 
I may paint the same thing six different times, like for real. Like I may paint that Pinocchio five or six different times. I may make his I may make his face just a little bit bigger each single time. Like on the same canvas? On the same canvas. Whoa. So like I may I may do something that night and then go to bed and I might not work on it for another week. <sighs> I might be working on something else. Like I might be writing something. I might be figuring something else. I might be putting a proposal together. Mm-hmm. Like I never work on work just continuously through. Now there are times that I finish working like a week. Like there is times that I do that, but I had ample time to do it. Yeah. Like I was in the house most of the time. I didn't really have any other prior engagements like that. Like I didn't really have any submissions due. Like I wasn't working on any projects for anybody. Like I pretty much was just focusing on this one painting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the problem with me is once I get an idea in my head, it's kind of like I can hear I, I I can multitask very well. But once I have an idea in my head, like that's really what I'm focused on. When, like, when you get that focused. idea, like you're how do you feel like you have to get it out? I don't feel like I have to get it out. I just have to feel like with my work is collage work, so I have to figure out what is going into it. Mm-hmm. So that's where the books come in and that's where the references from the documentaries, the cartoons, the things that I see on TV, even like the toys my dog has. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that I might dog, inspire you. Yeah, like I like I don't really buy that many toys. I, I think my girl made me buy two toys last week. But like that's what it made me in, but she likes stuffed animals and stuff like that. You know ah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And like and it was it's funny because I like my last second to last painting it was focused on stuffed animals. But Subconsciously, like, it got yeah. in there. But it, and it's crazy because sometimes I find myself putting little stuff that has to do with her in there. But it like it's, it's funny to me because you know, like people like certain things. Like people like cause dolls. People like uh, Bape. People like uh, Pharrell shoes. Yeah. People, for some reason, people love that Pharrell book. Name me five people who have actually read it. Who actually have it? I don't even know what Pharrell you're talking about. He wrote a book. Yeah, he wrote he wrote a book called uh, "Places I've Places I've Places People and Things I've Seen," and it's like it's a Rizzolo book. So like, oh, that's a real publisher. Yeah, uh, that's a real art book. Yeah, yeah, Rizzolo. He, I'm pretty sure I have a uh, an, a fashion photography book published by Rizzolo. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. They, I think they did uh, Virgil's book too. Oh wow! But. They they did a book for him, but it's like uh, so the idea behind the book is almost the same as everything else that he does. It's lots of colors. The book comes in all kind of colors, so that's what the thing is. People collect the book, but most people you see with the book, I guarantee you, they've never opened it. They just got it because they think it's cool. Yeah, and I always remember because I did a and I lost that painting at Art Basel. I did a painting where I I made a life size book, like the book was probably about this big. And I painted the cover. So it looked like the actual book, but I painted it on canvas. And then, well, a canvas roll. And then what I did was I put paper in there and I stacked it up so thick and I glued it all together. And then I put it on a big canvas and made it look like it was on a coffee table. So at the time, that's what my work was. It was making it seem like you're looking at a coffee table, but I made a book or I made a album cover or I made something. And that's how I got into like the installation is from there. I started doing, and I didn't want to make the books and CDs anymore. I wanted to make uh collisions of 
different ideas. So like I did a Pharrell one where it was like Despicable Me's on his shoulder. The I Am Other album. Oh, whoa. Uh, it was a background of like a sky. Because, you know, he always had that because I'm happy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That song. That was on there. It was, uh, I think it was a Star Trek symbol on there. But it was, that was the beginning of collage work. Yeah. So like I would start doing these things. And I remember <clears throat> I, uh, I did one for uh, ASAP Bari. And I met. I met him at a flea market. Uh, my dude Sauce, he put it together for me. And he got me in there, and he got me so I could give him the painting. And Barry was like, yeah, this joint's tight. Really appreciate it. He looked at it, and he, he saw the details. But, you know, it's an early stage of things. So even at that time, like, I got it. Like, I did it in probably, like, a, maybe, like, three days. Like, so, so your homie was like, yo, I know Barry. I know you. Let's meet at a flea market. You can give nah, him. Nah, he painting? was at. So this, the name of the spot is called Flea Market. Oh, okay. And okay. Barry had his, um, you know how he does the Vlone pop ups. Yeah. He had a Vlone pop up there. So when he does his Vlone pop ups here, that's where they're at. Uh, they had this place called Flea Market on A Street. So, uh, good dude Sauce. He owned the joint, and uh, that's in DC. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's on A Street. So uh, the dude Sauce, he owned the joint. And uh, he, I hit him up, and he was like, yeah, I got you. Just come through. I'll fly you in. He flew me in, and then uh, I got the painting to him. But I always think to myself, like, when you give painters away, people don't value them as much as, like, they sought after that work. Like, so? Yeah, because, well, well, like. that's true, yeah. If you seek after something, you it means a lot more when you finally get it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I've given work to, like, multiple like rappers and stuff like that, but they never seem to really appreciate it. You get what I'm saying? But I feel like it's so. I feel like it's only because they're so famous and they probably get tons of people trying to give. Exactly, them that's but my point. If you gave me a pain right now, I'd be like, "Holy shit!" Out like like literally last week was my birthday, and so my buddy gave me a tiny little four by four painting. I love that little painting. Exactly, I, I love that painting. Uh, the guy who was in here for the gallery right after we did our last podcast, I took some photos of him on my film camera just so he could get some really cool shots around his artwork and stuff. He wanted to pay me. I was like, oh, I don't really know, man. I was like, it doesn't really feel like you should pay me. He gave me like a limited edition print. And I'm like, oh my God, like I treasure this way more. It just feels better. See, but, but it's just... more like you knew who that person was. True. Like imagine like you have no idea who this person is. They just walked up to you and gave you this painting. Yeah, it's pretty hard to value that. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's the equivalent of like, say it's a chef and they walk up to you and they was like, yo, try this food. Yeah, like, man, get this shit away from me. You're like, ah, dog. I'm good. Yeah, like, I'm good, dog. Mm. Get out of my way, brokey. Like, you smack that shit out of their hand or some crazy shit like that. Like, you be like, <laughs> yeah, get this shit get out that of here. Shit out my face. <laughs> this shit is beneath me. Like, you smack <laughs> that shit over. Like, yeah, that shit over with. Like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like things like that. It just kind of like it throw you off. So, so what happened when you gave Barry the painting? Did that? Did that have like an impact at all? Not really. Like nothing really came from it. So that's why I was like, I think. The last painting I gave was to DMX. Oh, shit. And i never forget it because I was at a Rose Bar, and my man Malcolm, he a good dude, my good dude Malcolm, he like a DJ. He a DJ, and um, he flew me in for it. I was like, yo, I know you're going to DJ the joint. Could you fly me in? Let me give him the painting. I'm just going to be out. So he was like, yeah, I got you. Just pull up. So I was like, all right. 
So, like, me not thinking, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, get there early, just give it to him, and just roll out. Like, I got shit to do. His ass ain't coming to the end. His ass ain't get there to, like, 1 o'clock in the morning or some <laughs> shit like that. I got there at, like, 8 o'clock. He's fucked up. I'm buying drinks and shit for no reason because I'm just sitting in there waiting. Oh, and You know what I'm saying? God. So, like, I'm just spending unnecessary money. Eventually, he get there. His security wouldn't even let me give him the painting. So, it was like, I was mad as shit. Oh, I'd be so blown. Like, I was mad as shit. Like, <sighs> I was sick. And so, eventually, when I, eventually, like, I'm in a DJ booth. So, you got to pass the DJ booth in order to get out of the club. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, um, he, uh, what did he do? He did a, uh, he starts walking out from his section. And security is walking him out. And he's about to rush him down the steps. But I walk to the edge of the DJ joint, and I'm like, you ain't going to get me, dog? You've been telling me this whole time you're going to get me? So he stops him, and he sh- lets me give him the painting. When I say that, and I and I, I think uh, Lil Bacon Bear got the picture for me. Like, she got a, a boomerang of it. And that's the only picture I have. And all you can see is DMX dapping me up with the painting in his hand. But Damn. it's like the club lights is like flashing yeah. and shit. Like that's the only like memory I have of it. But I think to myself like, so after that, well, I sat up there for probably like a few more minutes. I walk downstairs and he's like in the truck, you know, just hollering at the shorties. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, where's my painting? It's like you almost want. To, it's like you want to see him out there. Like, oh my god! Like at least look, look, at, look this, at the motherfucker. Look at but, this work of art. But then I think about it. Like if if like you know if like I'm single, I'm leaving the club. What I'm thinking about? I'm a celebrity. There's women getting, falling around, you're thinking, you're falling at my ankles right now. Yeah. I ain't thinking about this pain. I probably might not think about this pain until tomorrow. Bro, that's a good reminder that if either of us ever blow up, and someone tries to give me something. I'm gonna show them it. love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them love. I'm gonna like put them on my Instagram story. I'm, I'm gonna do whatever I can to show them love. Like, and I, you know, it's it, like it, I, I want to say that, but it's hard because you know, like when you get to a like, especially some people get to a certain point. Like, imagine how many people stop Ti or Kanye or Jay Z and try rap. to freestyle. Oh fuck! Like, I can guarantee you, there's not many people who got signed off a of freestyle. You know what I'm saying? I don't think like, I know anyone got signed off freestyle. I'm sure there's probably somebody, but they, probably you know somebody. what I'm saying? But like somebody walking up to you in the middle of the goddamn street and somebody just busting a freestyle for you. Ain't nobody was like, hey, bro, here's my card. Call me tomorrow. I got a, I got a deal for you. Like they want to know, do you have a following? You can wrap your ass off. It's, a, it's somebody better upstate that was better than Jordan. They just didn't have that shot. Like it, if you. <laughs> and it's so crazy because it's like it makes me think that like, you know. If you were here, I'll, I'll, I'll give some art, but uh, it makes me think it's like if you were DMX's like friend's friend, he'd have been like, oh, damn, thank you, man. I'm going I'm to hook you up. Probably been a whole different ballgame. And, and the friend's friend could have sucked ass at anything. But yeah. Because you just kind of knew him. You weren't some like random dude. It's different. And it makes me think like, there, yeah, dude, there has been times when other photographers were kind of like, oh, yeah, like, look at my work. Look at my work. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, like, ah, I'm, like, I'm like, ah, I don't want to look at your, your portraits, dog. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because we had a. Uh, we had a mutual we have like we have somebody who's mutual between us but like i wouldn't expect that person to be like yo you should check out 
uh, Ricasso. Da, 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 da. Like, I wouldn't expect that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's not something that's really organic. You know what I'm saying? Like we both shooting in the same shot. Like I believe in putting people on, but like I will put people on in the sense that like I'm doing this. I think other people might enjoy this or like mm-hmm. I'm not able to do this. So, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell them about some other people I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I love to put people on. Like if I'm going somewhere, I like I'll break bread with you. Like I don't have no problem. But like, yeah, we could do something. It's cool. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm one of them type of people that like I like to kind of meet you. I like to know you. Like I kind of like to build a relationship with you before I start doing like partnership work with you or doing things with you. Like I like sure. to know you before all that. And like <clears throat> most people that I have worked with, you probably see me in pictures with them before we actually did something together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's one thing to start working with somebody and you find out they're a real asshole. Yeah. It's hard to go off just the gram, like if you want to work with someone or not. Yeah, because people, nobody is going to show you like they ass out moments. Mm-mm. And you know what I'm saying? Like I had this thing where like I like to post my studio and it's one of those things where it's kind of like my studio is a wreck. Like it's paint <laughs> everywhere. There's books everywhere. Like I'm constantly having to clean up because my dog like. Well, the dog be like peeing on your books or something? Like, what's no, going he, on? Well, he, I'm, I, I, I lie. He paint, he peed on one of my paintings. <laughs> one, he peed on one. He did do that. You probably sat there like it's art. No, I didn't. I was pissed off. I was so fucking mad. But like, he'd been around paintings. Like, he's like he's been around paint. I've had must have been like, a trash painting, dude. He like sensed. Yeah, and like, I actually do believe that. I actually in some do believe. Sort of way, maybe he was like. I was like, nah, this ain't it, dog. And you know what it was? It was one of my attempts at moving to a different style. It was my first attempt at moving to a different style. And he peed on it so bad. Bro, any every girl that knows what Sun Mercury's in right now is like, yes, that's 100% what it is. Yeah, I guarantee you. But it's like, even now, like, <laughs> he, he, doesn't, he doesn't mess with my paintings. But he messes with the paint. Like one day he got the paint on his ear and he was just rolling on the carpet. <laughs> My girl was just like, what the fuck? It's pretty funny. <laughs> like It must have been pretty funny to watch. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was funny. She didn't think it was funny. Like, I, I thought that was hilarious. I think like whenever things happen with the dog, especially when it comes to the art, that's where it becomes a real problem because it's like, Supplies. Oh yeah. <laughs> Supplies are so crucial. And Especially for you, like, yeah. Like he's stepping in the paint. Like, yeah. And now he stepped on the carpet. Like now, and now have, he's rolling on the carpet. Yeah, dirt on the paint and paint on the carpet. You're like, God, why do I have you? <laughs> She's just like she gets so mad. And I like I, I laugh, but I'm mad. Like it depends on what it is. I can't. How get mad, mad can you get? You know, you're like, oh, Yeah, it's like it's, the guy like this like, goddamn oh, dog. It's like I did get you. Fuck. Whenever he does bad, he's my dog. So that's the problem. So so, so I'm actually curious, are you a full time artist? Like is is that I work a full-time artist schedule, but I am not a full-time artist. Damn, yeah, because that's what it feels like. It feels like you you are like as much as I've seen. No, so I have a full-time nine to five job for like a very big company. Oh, hell yeah, man. And I have a v- philosophy that I know that most artists probably don't because mm-hmm. most artists feel like, I'm not going to work for anybody because 
I'm passionate about my work. And that's just I'm one, very that's passionate just one way about, to think about it. Exactly. I'm very passionate about my work. Like, I'm so passionate about it that it takes me so fucking long to do it. <laughs> like, I didn't do a show for a whole year. I did one show for my birthday, and that was it. I didn't want to do anything else for my birthday. I just wanted to do a show. That was it. And I did it. After I did it, I didn't do another show till a solo show. I didn't do another solo show until here. Yeah, I don't think that having an actual job and being an artist or anything, like there's any problem with that. I think a lot of, I think some people be like, oh, you're not like dedicated or like some people might like look down on that and be like this and that. And I'm just like, well, I mean, dude, Bill's got to pay themselves, dog. Like, yeah. like not everyone can just or even wants to. That's it's, that's like a certain lifestyle you have to want, and not everyone wants that. No, I, uh, I like. It's not to say that I don't want it, but it's one of those things that like it'll happen when it happens. Yeah, like I don't want to rush it. Like I'm in no rush. I want money. I want to get paid for the things that I do. Like I, I'm having that trouble now with like getting paid on time you for know your what I'm art. Saying? Yeah, and it's like it's been one of those things where now it's kind of like you walk into something and you want to be uh, <clears throat> not only transparent but uh, human. Because mm. sometimes we we go into situations and it's like we don't consider the person we're going into that scenario with as a person you know what i'm saying like as a human like they'll be in there like well i want you to do this and i want it in two days and it's like three months of work (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like i'm not a damn machine like i'm not a computer bro like i gotta think this shit out maybe maybe tuesday i got artist block does that happen when like you get like a commission or something someone someone has done something like that yeah but that's why i don't take portraits and shit like that like it, it, it's, it's awesome because you don't need to like that i do beauty. i do because that money is like that money is like it's sweet you know what i mean I mean, it is sweet money but i'm saying like you have a, 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 a real job so it's not like you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. like be like i need this like yeah it's not like a, i need this but you know like when you have like responsibilities it makes it hard to be like i'm good you know what i'm saying because people don't understand the full picture like, what goes into a portrait or, like, what goes into all of that? Like, people want a picture, but what about the background color? What about you don't like that shirt? Now I got to change the color of the shirt. What if one eye is lo- higher than the other and now it doesn't look like who it's supposed to? What if one nostril isn't aimed in the right way so now you think it looks like shit? You yeah, know what I'm saying? But what if the lighting isn't accurate to the way she's so, sitting with the with with the yeah. catch lights and just like all these little things? It's little shit that throws people off, and it's like it's one thing to give like you like oh this is nice, but you could have did this. To this doesn't look like what I asked you for. Damn, that happened. And then yeah, it has happened to me for, and it's just like I actually worked very hard on this, and you could have said this any other way in the world, but you said it like that. So now I'm dead off this shit and fuck you, you can have this money back and I don't want to do anything. Don't consult me for any other paintings. I don't care if you're going to pay top dollar for my painting. Dang. Like, my whole thing about it is, and like, unless I forget you, like there's sometimes where like people have said things to me and I just kind of forgot. But then like, you know how like 
when you get an iPhone and you don't text somebody for a long time, and you can but then you see, see the old messages yeah. and you're like, oh, hold, hold up. Ho, 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 Slim. Oh, no. And I don't know who you are. Nope. You did. You see the old DM. You're like, oh, I forgot. You you left me on red real hard. Yeah. Like you wasn't even worried about working with me a minute ago. Like, oh, okay. Man. Now, now I got to charge you. And now it's top dollar. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's kind of like one of those things. Like I hate being overlooked for things like i i and i related to what i was talking about a show earlier where i thought i had the best work in there but i have a biased opinion true you know what i mean and my friends have a biased opinion my girl has a biased opinion my parents have a biased opinion you get what i'm saying they all think you're the best in whatever it is well my mom doesn't think i'm the best it's actually ironic because (laughs) That's a good mom, though. She's, she is. She keeps me on my toes. She's like, like, like yeah, like she'll tell me when it's like, nah, that ain't it. That's not it. Like I, she has a painting of mine that I did when I first started, and she's like, yeah, you need to give me something new because this right here isn't it. And she's been waiting for that painting for so long, but every single time she sees me, she brings it up. Oh my god. And it's not to say that she doesn't see me that often or like, you know what I'm saying? Like she sees me enough, but yeah. she brings it up every time she sees me. It's hilarious. You going to make that painting? I don't know. Do it for Christmas. I don't know. Nah. Too much? It's not, it's not that it's too much. I just be too, I'm too self-conscious about it now. Yeah. My mom's been asking me for some, for some pictures, like for me to print and frame her some pictures. I'm like, I don't even know what I'd give you. I'm just like, damn. Like, yeah. See, I, it, like, honestly, I like, I envy like photographers because- I'm I'm an awful picture taker. Like I mm. like people will quote me, like especially photographers that know me, and they'll ask like they'll come back to me. You know how photographers take your picture and they come back and show it to you. Like most photographers that I know, especially the ones that are more up there and do the festivals and shit, they know me. So it's like they won't walk back to me and even show me that picture because they know what I'm gonna say as soon as they walk to me and see show me that picture. <laughs> And I'm always going to tell you the same thing. I ain't going to look no better. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. So take that shit with you because I ain't going to look no better. I promise you. It's like it is what it is, man. It is. And today, like my, my man sent me some pictures today of an event I was at on Saturday. And I posted a picture the day of the event. And I was like, I like this picture. It looks good. This, yeah. is, this is it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they, you know, a photographer took the pictures and they sent those pictures. And I was like, man, fuck, I make some wild ass faces. But I ain't never going to look no better. <laughs> but, but why are you jealous of photographers, though? I feel like a photographer can catch you in your element and make you look really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been some times where photographers have taken my picture and I'd be like, Damn, I look all right, dog. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking tight, tight. I see people be feeling me. That you know what I'm saying? Like, right yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, sitting my girl. Like, I know she gonna post this joint. Like, yeah, <laughs> nigga look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, then there's other times where like you look at a picture and you like, fuck. Like, especially if you take a picture of yourself. Oh, I hate taking pictures. Of myself. Oh my god. Like, I don't think I've ever done a portrait of myself. I don't think I could ever do a portrait of myself. In a way, I feel like I owe it to myself to do a self-portrait because every great photographer I know has that one self-portrait. I'm sure – I know a lot of painters do it too. Like, they do, and I could never do it. Like this this fashion photographer named Ranking, who I'm sure that 
it was a publisher we talked about earlier, Rizzolo. He has one self-portrait in that entire book, and it's when he was like 19, and he's doing it into a mirror, but he's butt naked, but he's using like like a, like a something like just to cover himself. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it's so ingenious. I'm like, I need to do something cool like that. Like, like that's such a cool I book photo. I don't think photo. that I could. Well, I want to get into like a different form of art. I just haven't figured out what yet. I'm one of those people that I spend my time. Like, I plan. So, like, when I when you see me roll something out, it wasn't a couple weeks in the and I've been planning that shit for months. Yeah, you sound like, very meticulous in, in your approach to every painting. It's, yeah. it's very much a process, and it's not so much, like, spontaneous. Well, it makes... Well, talking about things makes things a lot easier. So, like, when... like And, I, you know, it's funny because I did this show... Uh, this summer, and I was talking to this artist, and I was talking to her and her girlfriend or her wife or something. I, I don't remember what she was, but I I know that they have a relationship. And uh, <clears throat> she was talking to me about how she won't talk to her about her work. And I was like, I get it. I get it. It's not my method, but I get it. I get it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then... You know, we're talking to my girl. She's talking to the other artist. And she tells her, she's like, he's the opposite. He talks about the whole thing. He gives you everything. He's talking the whole idea. He's getting it out. He's not even directly talking to me. Sometimes he's talking to the dog. He just needs someone he to tell. He just needs to hear. Someone needs to hear the idea. Like, it's very crazy when you listen. When you think of an idea and then say it out loud. Like, think about it like this. Imagine... Thinking to yourself, you're going to punch somebody in the face. And then thinking about the next move, now I'm punching somebody in the face. There was a Normally, one of those reactions you probably didn't think about before you did it. You get what I'm saying? Like, if somebody makes you very angry, yeah. you're not going to think to yourself, punch this person in the face. And then you do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody makes you angry, your first instinct is, punch them in the face. Not necessarily that's the right way, but I'm just saying. Yeah. In a scenario where that, in a, in a in a isolated scenario like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't think about that action. It just happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you thought about it, it sounded like a good-ass idea. It sounded like great. But imagine if Mike Tyson is on the other side of that goddamn punch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when you thought about it, that shit sound good in your head. But now, <laughs> but, but, reality but, 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 to when, it. When you say it out loud, it's like, maybe it's not as Back epic, to the or, genre. Or, or, or that didn't sound, that didn't hit right. That's not it. <laughs> but, do, but do you think that maybe there's a beauty in the fact that you didn't say it out loud, but you said it fast and quickly in that moment, and boom, it came out, and that's just what it is. And you look, you could look back on it, or is there maybe like something where you could overthink things, or like by overanalyzing the situation? I overanalyze wholeheartedly, mm. but I did have an approach to because I had this drawing. Uh, well, not drawing. I had like I was drawn to uh, my. So my grandfather was a painter too. Oh wow! And he used to do like the portraits for. Uh, the like court officials in Delaware, and um, Wait, that's what. Hold on a second. Yo, what's up? Yo, my guy. <laughs> Sorry. What's oh, good? Nice. You good? <laughs> Yo, come on in. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome uh, Amir back to the show. Yeah. Guys. It's probably been a while since you've seen him on here. <laughs> my guy. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's. Just, it, uh, I forgot what I was saying. You said saying. your grandfather was a painter. Yeah, my grandfather was a painter. So he used to do the like portraits for the uh, people, like the court officials and uh, 
in the courthouse. Mm-hmm. And you know, in Delaware, it's so it's so small. It's just a small ass place. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he did that. But he, like, when I would go visit them, like, that's what he would give me, like, paper, like, to draw and stuff like that. I never really painted when I was a kid. I didn't, like, I didn't think it was cool. You know what I'm saying? He gave you drawing supplies. Yeah, like, he would give me, like, crowns and shit like that to, like, paint and do, like, not paint, but, like, draw with. And I would draw, like, my, you know, as a kid, all you want to do is draw cartoon characters and, like, your favorite NBA players and shit like yeah, that. Literally like, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, I was, I wasn't, like, the kid that, like, like I couldn't sit somewhere for a long time. Only thing I, I could sit and do, like, if you, like, especially, like, when I was a little, little kid, mm-hmm. I could sit and do Legos. Ooh. Like I could sit and do that shit. Like that was one thing I could do. Like a long, extended amount of time. You know what I'm saying? And like sit and focus for like an hour at least. Like just I could probably sit that and do that shit like for like two, in. three hours. And I make so much stuff, and I just be breaking it. I would just make it just so I could break it. Isn't that wild? You spend so much time doing something just so you could just so I could. And I love that's what I wanted to see. The Legos shatter. I would like. Break it, like drop it. And that's what I wanted to see. I will make things so big that when I dropped it, all the pieces went everywhere. It was like 52 pickup with myself. And I never could figure out why I would want to do it. Like, why would I want to build it just to break it? But like, after I got, after I broke it, don't want to play with this shit no more. Go do what I want to do. Go outside now. There's a lot of poetry in that. It's like you made something for yourself and only you ever saw it and no one ever can see it. So you just broke it. It's kind of crazy. I always relate to. yeah, do you do you did you see the Dark Knight? Of course. Do you remember the one scene where Alfred is talking to uh, what's his name, Christopher Nolan or something like that? What's his Christian name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale, something like that. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. He's talking to Christian Bale. and He was like, "I met a jewel thief, and he would steal these these uh, these jewels, but he wasn't taking them to make money. He was just taking them for sport." I felt that shit. Oh, that's such like a tiny scene in there. He would. I felt that shit to my core. Like, even when I do paintings now, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. It's all shit that has to do with me. I like Pinocchio. I like Disney movies. I like Mickey Mouse. Mm. I like this, like, I like the style of this artist. Like, maybe putting this with this and this and this and this makes it look tight. Those are things that I like. And I've just put them all together. To make one cohesive image, you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's like it's like it's it's what you like and how you appreciate it and what you think about it. That's cool. And it's but made this for was for those me. Who's gonna know? Yeah, it, it, like, and if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, then whatever. Yeah, and I mean, I know one thing about art is it's not really appreciated till afterward. You know what I'm saying? You mean like, like when they're dead and stuff. Not even that they're dead, but sometimes people just stop doing work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like think about it like this: that like. Imagine if, imagine if Jay Z stopped making music after the Black Album, and we got none of those albums afterward. Okay. Some people would be upset. But you would never know those albums. We would existed. never know. So, so therefore, you would it could never have impacted you. Exactly, but think about the effect of we still getting that music. You can still appreciate something because you continue. It's continuing to grow. You get what mm, I'm saying? Yeah. It's continuing to show. So. When you don't have the luxury of having something anymore, it's kind of like, dang, what more could it have been? Like you think, think about how many debates there are about 
What would happen if Biggie and Tupac were still in hip hop right now? Oh my god, I can't tell you how many times I've had that debate. Yeah, like it just becomes it just becomes barbershop talk. Like that's what it becomes. It's just it's just like what if what if like we don't know. We'll never know. Or like or or that friend we know who just gave up too quick on their music passion. Exactly. You know, like or or they move too slow or move too fast. Or you think, you know. What if I didn't stop DJing? Why exactly. I, like, I have a friend that did that. Like he he stopped painting, but I'm like, damn. You were so good, I bet, right? Yeah, he was so good. And I remember we first started together, and I was just like, damn, so fucking good, so fucking good. And I could never understand it. Never hate, understand it. Yeah, I hate to see like wasted talent and potential, but it's just so crazy. We well, didn't like, waste it. it. I give him that. He didn't waste it. He didn't waste it. I give him that because he, he 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 he. Although he stopped. Painting, he did something else that he was more passionate about, and I can respect it. There we go, because he was more passionate about MMA fighting, Damn. and he's made a life out of it. Damn, yeah, and that's why I think, like, I mean, people is, are passionate. Is he actually good too? Yeah, he's good as shit. Oh, he's, <laughs> yeah. wow, he's like a real MMA fighter. I wouldn't say like he's not on like like a like on Fox. Is he pro- is it, but he's professional. Yeah, he's professional. Yeah, yeah. and he Damn. has his own gym. So I mean, Damn. when you sit back and you think about it, it's like that's success. Like, you're doing what you want to do. You know, I think it's like it's success because you you're not scared to pivot and try something new because you you're scared of being like locked in this box. Like you said, you're looking for a new art form. Like I'm sure some people might say, "Oh, I wish you still did those paintings," but why don't you look at what he's doing now? Like a lot of people say that. Why don't you look at what he's now? I bet this shit hits real hard too. But you're just stuck up in the past. Yeah, but that's the same way. Like when people be like, I hate when people say shit like, uh. This like the Gucci man situation when like Gucci where everybody was talking about uh, Gucci a clone he not the same no more. Oh, after he got out of jail, yeah, and, like went yeah. straight and, and got and got like that man became like that. a better man. He, he ain't making the same music no more. No, cause he ain't trapping on no bando. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, he's he's yeah he's a businessman, dog. What are you talking about? And then people be mad like they'd be like. Oh yeah, like I know people. Like I seen like several people upset at Gucci because he did the Gucci. Like he did the ad for Gucci. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's tight. It's yeah, that's tight as shit. Like, yeah, are I, you kidding me, bro? Bro, how are you gonna be mad at that, but not be mad at the fact that he did a song with Jake Paul? I, yo, I and no one I talks think about that, that no one talks about that. I think that it's really crazy that and I uh, I'm very fond of uh, Issa Rae. I'm very fond of her. Okay. I like how she really, she has a, a real good way of expressing what she's thinking mm. in a way that it doesn't offend you, but it's like, you got to respect that shit. Like, I got to respect that. Because like, I always, and I always think of this scene where, I don't know what award show she was at, but she was at some award show and it was like, who are you rooting for? And she was like, I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> like, I felt that shit. Because I was like, Damn. Because I, I, I look at, like, when you look at, like, when I go into galleries and stuff like that, I do this thing where I purposely look around to see if I see other minorities. Interesting. And the only reason being is because people label you as a black artist or an urban artist or a something or a contemporary artist. People label you. You know what I'm saying? And it you conquer a group by dividing them. So if I divide all of you artists up, I can control mm, what people you're, are you're urban. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, what people are meeting this mainstream. What people? No, don't put me in no box. I'm an artist. That's like point blank period. Don't put me nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? You just want to be, it's like I'm artist, not not 
not your African artist, not Afro inspired. Just I'm just I'm a painter. But I ain't gonna hold you if I'm if I'm looking at shit. Yeah, I'm rooting for everybody black. Yeah, I am. I'm not gonna lie about that. Like, and I always tell people that it's. I'd like to take the Mickey Mouse hand plays into a, a point of rewriting history. So a lot of times I feel like when you go to the museums and stuff, and that's why I don't actually like going to museums because I feel like when I look at a lot of stuff in museums, those people don't look like me. You know what I'm saying? So that's it makes true. me feel like I'm not supposed to be here. You get what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of, a lot of museums aren't that diverse. Oh, any museum you go to in DC, it's not diverse at all. Yeah, it's it's very much ruled by. And that's why I love Kendall Wiley. Like, he beat the odds. Mm. Like, there was hundreds of people that applied to that thing. I applied to that thing. Like, yeah, I'm happy you won. What he win? So he did the the portrait gallery for Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. That's oh, the person who did. Him. Okay, that was him. Yeah. So he wait, but what about what about that one that one black? No, girl wait. He it? did uh, he did Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah. The woman did yeah, the, the woman did. Uh, I forget her name, but she's Mich- from Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've met her. She's tall, beautiful black lady. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. And um, but he won. So that's why, like, that's his style. So the plants behind oh, Barack yeah, Obama, yeah, it was like a plant background. That's was, his style. Cool. He has a pattern behind it, and it's a point of reference. Like that. That's the like. It's the that. That shit is a vibe. It's it's, it's really so nice. simple, it's but really I nice. guarantee you, it took him years, years to figure that out. To figure out, like, hold up, one second. Oh, I thought Dan was on. I was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, <laughs> you no, know, I know what you're saying. Like, like for him to even figure, like, the color of green, like the shape of those roses and the shape of those petals, or like just the even the way it flows behind a portrait. You know, it's 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 more than just that. Yeah, and that's why, like, I take it and I say that I re I rewrite history because that's why Mickey Mouse is the faces are blanked out, they're scratched out. There's like I'm rewriting history. Oh, it's it's like that TV glitch sometimes too. Yeah, so it's like I feel like some things like feelings are so unid like emotions are so unidentifiable because sometimes we could wake up and we could just be in a badass mood. You know what I'm saying? We don't really know why we in a badass movie. We just woke up. Just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But then there's some days you woke up and you feel like, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, emotions are so unidentified. For some reason, I thought you were going to say something about the fact that Mickey's hand is black and he's in like in a white glove. I thought you were going there with it. Nah, like, nah. Shit. I, was I didn't like, think it. I didn't think it that I know why deep. I went there. I was like, damn, I'm about to get deep <laughs> by Mickey Mouse's hands over here. Like, what the fuck? Nah, it's not that deep. But it's just like, it's just my form of like, as a child, it's my childlike view of like rewriting history and making it so that like these paintings that normally probably portray white people or uh, white cartoon characters, they portray. But I think I think a lot of like what you're talking about is changing very rapidly. As far as people know that and people mm-hmm. know what's going on, I was just at uh, like a lecture series at. Uh, the National Portrait Gallery talking exactly about this. Literally, I'm sitting in this thing, and Amir's face shows up on the projector. Like, yeah. Like, like it, they were talking about the fact that people aren't represented in all these things, and all these initiatives are happening, and and it's you know it's. And I think he was the weren't you the only male? No, th- on that panel talk, didn't you have a panel talk, right? Oh no, no, no it's just not different. It's just it's just not different. I'm talking, oh, I'm talking like okay. no, this was like this. The, the, the talk that I went to was like 
a real big talk at the National Portrait Gallery. Like they had like really big artists up there. Oh, and someone okay, and someone okay. from uh, like Brightest Young Things used his face as like one of the references. Oh, Brightest Young Things. Yeah, in their PowerPoint, and I was like, oh, what the hell? Of course he's up here. What the fuck? Uh, How do you sneak into my uh, Svetlana? Yeah, I did something with them a while ago, but they always invite me. To, they have a conference that they do, like a panel talk. And they normally are you are you born to. and raised in DC? Yeah. It's, wow. And I live like I lived in Maryland too, and it was like that's I love I love Maryland now. What's but. your What's your perspective on DC's art scene as of lately? Um, you laughed at that one. I did because DC doesn't really care about art. DC cares about nice art to take Instagram pictures in front of. You get what I'm saying? Like at least. The core DC that people talk about, like the rappers, the even the politicians. The if a politician is worried about an artist, they're probably using them to do their campaign materials. And you're probably not wrong. So do you get what I'm saying? Like they don't really care about the art. It's not the art that they care about. They care about looking like they care about art. Exactly. And if, because I mean, think about it this way: <clears throat> when you're in a school, what are the first programs that get cut? Art, music, PE. Yep. The first one on that chopping block is art. This shit gotta go. Ain't that many people about to be being, they ain't, artists are starving artists. That's what people tell you. Starving artists. You wanna be a starving artist. People, artists don't make no money until well, they did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's come from school because people, believe, you know, it's, it's an old belief that, you know, you can't make a living from doing art. So, of course, it's gonna be cut because who needs creativity? All you need is math and science. And like, I get that. But when I ask you about the DC art scene, like I do, I, I, I do agree with you that people just want to be seen looking like they care about art, especially politicians and people in government and people um, who just want like those cool Instagram clout photos, whatever. But I'm talking like, you know, maybe you could speak on it. as someone who's been in DC and I'm sure aware of art even before you were, you know, doing your own art shows. Do you feel like there is more going on in the city recently as of with art in general, as far as like art shows and pop-ups and the amount of artists you see and the amount of like floods and zombie hordes of photographers you see, like, do you feel like there's like something happening or, or do you just feel like it's like, Oh, it's how it's will been. It's just kind of this wave. It's not a wave. It's DC has always been one of those places where like, if, these people doing it, I'm going to do it too because they making money and I can make money just like that too. I know people that do it too. You know what I'm saying? So there there have been an influx of like pop-up shops, art galleries and stuff like that. But <clears throat> people aren't coming for those reasons. They're coming because they know the person who's putting it together. They kind of just viewing the whole thing. You get what I'm saying? It's not one of those things where like, People are really coming for the artists. Like, even when I do shows, people come, you know what I'm saying? But, like, there's a reason they're coming. They come they for the party. See, they yeah. come for the party to be seen at the art party. But when you take, if you take the party element out of an art show. No one wants to go to the art show. Nobody wants to go to the art show. I, I mean, I 100% agree with you. It's all about the opening night art show. Yeah. Like, it's got to have the bells like, and whistles. Like, 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 if you're going to do any sort of art thing, you better have a dope opening party. Mm-hmm. And see, I'm a, like I, I'm learning it, and it was one of those things that like I learned here. So that's what I've learned, dude. I, I'm doing something in December, 
And I'm, it's literally, we're doing it for one night. And I'm like, because that's all you fucking need. I seen to have one epic party event. That's all people want. That's all people need. Like, I, I've boiled it down to literally that, where it's just one epic party. With but art. see, like, growing up, it was different. You know what I'm saying? Like, art was, like, you could, like, walk around the city, especially, like, Eastern Market. Like, my father used to take me to Eastern Market when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even, like, I used to get my hair cut uh, on MLK Avenue. And it's, uh, I'm trying to think. It used to be called Kenny and Paul's Barbershop. But they had this mural on in the parking lot. And it was done by like some neighborhood people, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like I always remembered it. And I'd like it was just like, dang. People really put this here. Like they made something out of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what always attracted me to art. I just didn't like I wasn't as interested in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't see financial gain from it. Because like, you know, when you're growing up, are they really telling you about artists or are they just no, telling yeah, you what no, they made? No one, no one you know informs what I'm you. No one ever like, informs just, you about shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't know that these painters are selling for millions of dollars. Shit. You barely know. Like, you barely, like, so to true. you at that time, probably like somebody walked up to you and gave you $400. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're like, I'm dropping out motherfucker, I'm rich. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, now I'm in Maryland and it's like, uh, they have an art scene too, but it's politically funded. In Maryland, it, yeah, like it's it's run by people who are trying to make money off of it. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So there's money to be made, and that's what is flocking people to it. It's money to be made. Like it's it's more like seen as more of a business opportunity as opposed to like an actual an passion actual that craft they, that, passion. They, that they support. And I see that happening a lot, where sometimes artists can get exploited by certain agencies or, or pop up things that come through your city, <clears throat> raw artists um, that come through and like just exploit it for what it is. I always had this notation that you can tell real artists by their, uh, I hate to say rants, mm-hmm. but like those times where they're like they're feeling a certain way. That's when you're gonna get the real true feelings of an artist. That's when you're going to catch their real feelings. Like, I've seen, like, I've seen where, like, artists have, like, like, right now, I, like, I have a friend who they had, they was trying to put some stuff together. They was working with somebody else. Everything wasn't really working out how they planned it, right? The last minute, they was like, yeah, you could do it. But they wasn't ready. Like, they didn't have, they didn't really have no work ready, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they just put in old work. You get what I'm saying? So, it was like, now you kind of made it, like, you kind of made it, like, you didn't give them a concrete answer. They didn't finish those paintings. So, now they got, like, they old work. The shit they've already shown multiple yeah, fucking you're times. Not, you're not proud people, to show it Yeah, like, people don't really want to see that. They want to see a new work. Like, when I was here, that was new work. Nobody's seen that. That's true. People always do want to see the new, new. Exactly. But if you keep showing the same shit over and over and over it's, and it's over again. It's kind of like again, an artist playing the same songs every 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 week. Eventually, every weekend, like. people got tired of that hot girl summer. Like, for <laughs> real. For real. Like, people got tired of that. It's so fucking true, dude. And I'm just telling you, like, I mean, from my own standpoint, I'll just be feeling like, there's artists. It's real, legit artists in D.C. Like, for real. It's real, legit artists. Big facts. Like, like surprising some ones people, you don't even know are yeah. about. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even know. And it's not just paintings. 
it's not just paintings. It's, it's installation work. Yes. There's poets. There's all kind of shit in D.C. that people don't know. Like, I, if there's one thing about me, whether you from D.C., whether you from Maryland, whether you from, like, I don't know that many people from VA, but whether you from VA, I don't give a fuck. I hope you win. You deserve it. Dude, big fucking props. I respect that. Like, I don't, like, I hate seeing people be like, like, I always think of that scene from Belly when, uh, when but when bro with the perm was eating a banana and he seen Nas and uh, DMX roll through and he was like, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. I'm gonna have to drop a dime on them. <laughs> like that, and he did that shit. He called the fans on them too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you think about it, it's like, damn, people do be hating like shit. Bro, I, the amount of people pr- that probably hate behind your back is probably large, but the p- amount of people that probably support you behind your back is probably larger hopefully you can I, figure I, out who's I, I'm, a, I'm an optimistic person so I, I i like to think that more people support you behind your back but you just never know i always like to think i'm optimistic but a lot of people tell me i'm more pessimistic Sorry, you keep i real. mean you're realist i i feel like that too but like i really don't feel like that because i got a good friend uh my good friend travis uh samuda i know two travises but my good friend travis samuda this is maybe he's might be one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Damn. Like, my mother always says that he is the most grounded. Like, out of my core friends, he's the most grounded and most level-headed out of all of us. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I look at like my other good friends, like I got good friends, and they like they 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 know what they're doing. They're very smart people. Like my man Mikey, he like he that's a smart brother like yeah. he know he know his shit yeah. even if he don't know it give him a little bit of time he'll tell you how to do it yeah. you know what i'm saying and i got like like i got some other friends like i went to like college with like you know what i'm saying people and stuff like that like it like they real smart people like you know what i'm saying like my man i got another man named birch he he real smart but he he does like photography too and that's why i get that real appreciation because like he could take a picture and that shit be tight as fuck and I'd be like, damn, bro, yeah, you got the angles. You know what I'm saying? And people like that shit. You know, he'll take a picture for you. You put that motherfucker on Instagram, 300 likes. Like, yes. But you take that motherfucking selfie your face, and that joint be like, four likes. Well, Ricasso, dude, uh, hate to cut you off, but dude, we've been rapping for a long time. Oh, dang, yeah. I think it's about time we wrap this bad boy up. Ah, see? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, yeah. shit, man, dude, I've, I've loved having you on. Dude. It's been great. We've talked for like two hours. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, that's tight as shit. Yeah, you know, that's how you know you've been rapping. Like, I completely forgot that. I looked at my phone. I was like, oh shit, we've been talking for like, goddamn. Yeah, see, my girl already done text me. Yeah. Well, dude, man, <laughs> I really appreciate appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's been sweet. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you having you're, you're me, cool man. This was too, some man. good conversation right here. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this way it was at. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Well, well, well everyone listening, please uh, check this guy's art out. It'll blow your mind. It's really freaking cool, and um. Yeah, cool ass dude. Please check it out. Ricasso, it'll be in the description. Everything else. So that's it. That's the angle. Peace. Dang. Appreciate you, bro. This was this that was, was it. sick. This, I ain't gonna hold you. This is my first podcast. Oh no way. <laughs> yeah, I ain't yeah, done that dude, you can talk your ass off, man. Yeah. Cool. I be trying, but I know me and know I be talking that shit. So I was looking <laughs> at shit. I thought, I thought this came in when I was like, damn, this started late as shit. I'm